You're listening to The Wrestling Philosophy Show, where we talk wrestling perspectives and beliefs. Check us out on social media, including video shows on YouTube and audio on podcast platforms. In show 19, we connect with Vanessa Oswalt of Olentangy Orange. She discusses her experiences as a female wrestler, Ohio Girls Wrestling, and the sanctioned Ohio momentum. She shares a lot of tips for parents and coaches looking to get a start with girls wrestling. Thank you for your time, Coach Oswalt. How are you doing today, Vanessa? I'm good. How are you? Good. Glad we finally connected. Uh, been getting a lot of requests to have you on. Um, oh, good. Yeah. Um, obviously, very busy and involved in the wrestling uh, world. And obviously, uh, uh, very popular. Like I said, people want you on. Uh, give our listeners a little background, I guess, um, of your wrestling path. Uh, so I started wrestling when I was seven years old at Mount Vernon. We had a youth program and I came up through uh, school wrestling for Mount Vernon as well in the um, high school team and wrestled varsity for the high school team. And during that time, I started wrestling in all girls tournaments uh, outside of season. And I was very successful in doing that and winning some of the national tournaments and qualifying for the Olympic team trials when I was a junior in high school. And that kind of put me on the map to um, wrestle outside of high school for girls. And I went to the Olympic Training Center and wrestled out there with the national team and Terry Steiner and wrestled with them for about four years. And then I joined the Army World Class Athlete Program and wrestled for them for a couple years. And uh, I needed a lot of surgeries. So I stopped wrestling after 2012 and got a lot of surgeries and decided that my body cannot take it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I took a break, kind of needed a mental cleansing as well because I wasn't in a good place mentally and took like a five-year break and moved back to Ohio. My sister was deploying and my mom was um, retiring because of MS. So I figured that was a good time to get back. And as soon as I got back, I went into the Mount Vernon wrestling room um, the day I got back and started helping with them, helped them for a couple of years. And last year, um, I think it was my second or third year helping with Mount Vernon and Brian Nicola reached out to me and because I've been doing some girls clinics and he was having some open practices. So I started going to those open practices last summer and felt like that was a place I needed to be. And he kept harassing me that I needed to Mm -hmm. uh, join his coaching staff and really help out there. And so I decided to, um, Mount Vernon agreed I could split my time um, between Mount Vernon and Olentangy. So I coached at both schools, Olentangy Orange. And so um, I extended myself too much and decided (laughs) um, it was exhausting. Like I seriously didn't have a day off. So when COVID hit... (laughs) Mm-hmm. Not that I was happy, but I was like, <laughs> I can relax. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so I decided this summer that um, I can only do one school right. and where the girls wrestling is, is where they need me. So nice, nice. No, that's awesome. So you're, uh, you mentioned COVID, you're, you're in Port Clinton, right? Yes. I'm relaxing I'm up there. Yes. Nice. I got this cabin. I started renting it this year. And didn't know what to expect, didn't know how busy I was going to be. And I had to commit last fall. And it worked out perfect because we were sent home to telework. So I was like, well, I'm coming up to the cabin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you have any favorite spots up there? 
Um, I really don't leave the park too much um, yeah, okay. yeah. that I'm here. I always go over to East Harbor State Park and ride my mm -hmm. bike or go running. And um, I'm right on the water. So I go kayaking. My parents have jet skis in a boat and they're right across the street from me. So oh, cool. um, nice. I'm constantly active. Yeah, mm -hmm. cool, cool. Um, talked about Coach Nicola. We um, you know, recently had him on him on the show and um, talk a little bit about, you know, coaching with him, you know, uh, you know, your approaches and you know, how you guys work together. Yeah. yeah, he, we are the, um, I feel like we are the perfect team. He is very, so I'm very new to coaching. Right. And he does like a lot of the administrative stuff. And so then I focus on coaching the girls and mm -hmm. he, like, I would come down a couple of days a week and he would coach them the other days. And, um, but when it was my practices, it was only us in the room. It was only us and the girls. And when he had them, they would mix them in with the boys practice. Cause maybe some of the girls wanted to practice with the boys still, you mm -hmm. know? Um, so we kind of gave him that outlet. And so he is an amazing person. He understands coaching and the need for girls wrestling and how to grow it. He has mm -hmm. that knowledge already where I'm still very new to how everything operates, right? So um, we have been an amazing team and the passion that we have for growing girls wrestling. Like we have mm -hmm. two different areas. Like I can reach out because I'm a female and people see a female coach and they're drawn to that where he can, he has a lot of the resources. He knows a lot of people. He knows how to go about different things and he's able to work that side of things. So it's, yeah, it's cool. been a great experience. No, he seems like a, you know, a great guy. Um, like I said, I just had him on. Uh, sounds like you guys obviously have a uh, good, you know, approach, obviously what second in the state last year, right? The girls state. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And we um, had 20 plus girls on the team. So that's awesome. That, that's, that's, that's really cool. Um, oh, yeah. You know, speaking of girls wrestling, uh, you know, talk a little bit about uh, the Sanction Ohio and, and what, what you guys are doing with that. So last season, um, or I, I should take it back even further, two, two seasons ago, um, I took a couple years to kind of figure out where girls wrestling was at in Ohio. I didn't know where I should fit in. I didn't want to step on toes, so I took a couple years. Finally, I reached out to Dom. Sabado because he was the um, president of the coaches association and I was like Dom how can we get girls wrestling sanctioned and he goes I have the perfect idea mm -hmm. he goes let's do a state tournament he's like we start with a state tournament and we go from there and he was like can you get some girls coaches and parents together so we can come up mm -hmm. with some ideas I'm like I got the perfect crew uh you know the Shores the Castros um uh Jeff Martin I had the Gilmores in there um, and then Dom and Dean, um, they were both in there. And so we came up with this game plan. How are we going to get the girl state tournament going? Mm -hmm. Um, we got that set and we, they had, I shouldn't say we, cause it was a coaches association. They announced the state tournament and the numbers in Ohio more than doubled. So there was, um, about 275 girls from the beginning season. And last year, the numbers doubled to over 400, I think 450 girls we had. So wow. just announcing that, you know, giving these girls is there's an opportunity. So 
Brian, Nicole, and I, we are constantly pinging ideas off of each other. And same with um, Sean Andrews. He had a girls team at Marysville and he's a part of the coaches association as well. And so we began, began like bouncing ideas off of each other. And Brian was like, Hey, why don't we reach out to wrestle like a girl? I'm like, yeah, I'll reach out to Sally. Sally Roberts is the founder of wrestle like a girl. She was my teammate when I was out in Colorado. So I reached out to Sally. Sally's like, let's get a task force together. Nice. And I'm like, okay. And she was like, come up with, you know, different um, coaches, college coaches, administrators, um, athletic directors, parents, just like a number of people to come on this task force. That way we can um, brainstorm and come up with different ideas, how we can really um, do an outreach to parents to coaches to girls and so that's where this um, sanction ohio came about um, was through wrestle like a girl they have been um, sally roberts taylor o'donnell she was the um, 2004 olympian and julia salata um, has helped navigate us through sanctioning efforts they work with a lot of different other states and ohio is different from the other states as well each state's different but Ohio is different because we're one of the best wrestling states. Right. And right. we are like the furthest behind from sanctioning. Mm-hmm. It seems like like when we spoke to them last year for being such a great state, we're so far behind. And so we have been um, doing these campaigns where we did um, those videos for a while. We were doing videos, reaching out to people and then educating. I think the biggest thing is educating parents coaches the administration Mm -hmm. that girls wrestling is the fastest growing sport and it gives young girls the opportunity to do this as well and I tell parents like first and foremost these girls are learning a form of self-defense the women are just so vulnerable in real world and out there and so to be able to learn this form of self-defense is going to I feel like it's going to give them a, a sense of confidence and their own sense of security as well. Right. But, but anyway, I'm going on these different. No, you're right? good. But, you're good. You're good. But yeah. So um, we're still working, working on sanctioning um, Ohio. We, this year we were told, or a couple months ago, we were told basically that um, Ohio high school athletic association is not um, adding any sports this year because of COVID and right. the financial losses that they have taken. So now it's like, all right, we need to continue focusing on how we can grow. And it's looking like maybe we can sanction the next season. Right, right. No, that's good. Yeah. I mean, if you guys obviously did a great job this last year with, with the girls tournament, you know, and, you know, doing it again, obviously doing it right. is you know, only going to get, you know, more momentum behind it. And um, yeah, now you're the, oh, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. So you're uh, on the coaches association as, as the women's representative, right? A girl, or yes. What's, what's your title there? Okay. Um, just the girls representative. Okay. So when you, pa- you know, you just obviously just stepped into that, but you know, when you pass the torch on from that, where do you want to see girls wrestling in Ohio? Well, really where I want to see them um, obviously is um, being sanctioned. And then I think looking at it to where we have, you know, whether it's one, two or three divisions, because Mm -hmm. um, once states sanction, their numbers continue to double almost every single year. So Mm -hmm. in 
you know, next year, we're looking at having hopefully 800 girls. And that's not even sanctioning it. Um, that's just giving them the opportunity, getting that word out there. So then in, in um, two or three years, we're looking at 1,600 to, you know, probably 2,500 girls. Right. So, right. so teams just getting coaches on board, seeing um, the value in girls wrestling and how it helps wrestling as a whole. People say, oh, girls wrestling, it, we don't care about it. We're the reason we're losing programs. No, the college is the reason why you're losing programs mm -hmm. is because of the administration. Because instead of looking at how can we cut funds, how can we add and be in compliance with Title IX, add a girls team. Right. Like right. you already have the mats, you already have the facility, the facilities. Mm -hmm. You just need to add what another coach. Right. So, I don't know. No, that's going a on good, another that's tangent. A great, no, that's a great point. I just had a uh, coach Beachler on How Northern, and you know he's obviously been around the sport for a while, and he you know talked the girls wrestling side of it. His concern, you know, is maybe not having enough coaches. You know. Yeah. So what do you say? I know coming up, I want to put it out there, right? The Virtual Ohio Coach Association. But coming up October 24th and 25th and you'll be on there with Dom correct and, and Brian yeah um Brian and I will lead the girls session that we have cool so anyone looking to you know kind of learn more about the girls you know you can get in uh, log into that the coach association I think it's like only $50 and you get all the sessions but um yep. what would you say you know not to obviously you'll have, you're gonna have a whole session on this but you know talking to coaches out there that you know are kind of on the fence or or whatever it may be, you know, what are some tips you, you have or suggestions? So the way uh, Coach Nicole and I went about it was we tried to align our boys' tournaments and add a girls' tournament to it. That way oh. your team is already going to the tournament and you right. can add a, your girls to that side. Your coach is already there. Your and the same way we- bosses, everything, right? I mean, yeah, exactly. And so this year, I, I don't even know how many tournaments we have. Last year we had four and we have more than, I think we have about 10 tournaments, girls tournaments um, that hopefully will go mm -hmm. off. But right. um, that's what our goal is to just align. That way we can make it easy because we are hurting for coaches, right? Mm -hmm. uh, we also look at- um, adding coaches where you have a team mom um, oh, cool. put that cool. put that team mom in charge of the team or and kind of make it a volunteer position but you still have a female present or you know a, a team dad whichever works mm -hmm. um, we also look for female administrators in the school that could help out we look for or we have asked um, sisters of wrestlers so up here at the lake, one of the girls, um, she's, I think just hit 30 and her brother used to wrestle. And she was like, Hey, mm -hmm. if I can help out at a school, I would love to help out. She's like, I know the bare minimums to wrestling. She's like, but I, I could help out. And I'm like, yes, because yeah, people right. need a female influence or just somebody to have, um, oversight of a girl's team. Right. Um, so that's what we asked, you know, moms, sisters, um, cousins, right anything like that, a parent to just kind of help out and take that role as coach. Right. I think it's more of a confidence thing. Like, like you said, the girl that's 30, it's probably just like, oh, I don't know. It's like, no, you know, people can do it. And yeah, you know, like conversation with a friend, he's like in this past year, um, I forget what sport in the winter wasn't wrestling, but he's like, I don't know if I'm going to coach. I don't know if I'm the right person. I was like, you know, you've coached other sports. You might not know anything about this sport, but 
you know, there's going to be people around, you know, if you're trying to teach a, a sixth grader, a certain move, you know, you, you're an adult, you can learn that move and, and teach it, you know, just as good, yeah. you know, um, and I think it's just and, like you said earlier, confidence. Yeah. And the, the thing is like with, um, people who don't know too many moves technically, mm-hmm. um, we're not saying that girls practices have to be separate. On Tangy Orange, we're fortunate to where we have enough girls that we can practice separate, mm-hmm. but we're not saying that's, that's the way it needs to be. Even if right. it gets sanctioned, we know there's not enough numbers to mm-hmm. practice separately. So girls will still practice at the same time. It's if they have, you know, a couple females they can practice together or, you know, mix in with the boys if they feel. We're just trying to get to the point where competitions are separate for females mm-hmm. and males. Right. Um, yeah, I think I talked to coach Nicole on this, you know, it seems to be, you know, Southwest and central really taking the lead in the charge, um, with girls wrestling in Ohio. How do you think, um, you know, the Northwest, Southeast, Northeast, how do you think, uh, they can step up or, you know, I guess, what are you guys doing from a state association? Uh, yeah. And I, I guess think, there's some out there, but just not as many. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, Northeast is doing pretty good, um, mm-hmm. up there. I mean, they have Lutheran West, Minerva Alliance. They have mm-hmm. the numbers are, are building. Mm-hmm. Um, but the biggest thing, I think we need coaches mm-hmm. to understand the importance of growing girls wrestling. And even I, I understand, you know, coaches like, I don't have the time. I don't have the resources. I don't, okay. Encourage a couple girls to come out. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how we grow it. Encourage a couple girls, you know, whether they're the athletic, the ones, the ones that stand out, the uh, ones that have a sibling that wrestles, like just start encouraging one or two girls to come out. And that's how we grow it. Right. Right. Um, we are talking off, off air. One of your, your coaches growing up was one of my, actually my first, one of my first memories, uh, coach Spielman, when he was at Mansfield Madison, we had a tournament appearance in Dusky. I just remember him being animated and, and I think I was like helping change the score on the team scoreboard or something, but you know, I've known him for a long time. You have any stories of coach Spielman? Um, we had talked about this previous, but my first time ever meeting him, um, my mom, she worked out at the base at the 179th and she had heard there was a group of people going to Las Vegas for the um, senior nationals and junior nationals. And they had the women's competition out there. And so my mom got a hold of Jim Spielman and was like, hey, can I send my daughter out there with you? And sure, just book her a flight and I'll have a room for her and everything. So I get on the plane and it's only the second time I've ever flown and it's by myself. Um, And I'm coming off the escalator and I call Jim. I'm like, hi, Jim, this is Vanessa. I'm coming down the escalator. He's like, do you see the guy waving? I'm like, yes. He's like, that's me. He's like, I'll grab your bags. So I, um, he ended up coaching me. He was officiating out there. And then he had a few guys that were coaching. And so he had jumped in and started coaching me um, during the tournament. And um, he really took me under his wing. And I ended up qualifying for the Olympic team trials in 2004. And so from there on out, he's like, you're coming to my practices. <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, it was great. I, I drove 45 minutes um, at least three times a week to go work out with him and Josh and Colt Sponseller. And, um, oh, cool. Yeah. So we worked out a bunch. That's awesome. No, he's definitely passionate and he's a good, good guy for the sport. Um, 
Real quick, obviously, you know, Owen Tangy Orange, you know, Coach Nicole touched on that, but I guess what do you guys think your philosophy is and what makes it different from the other girls' programs in the state? Um, oh, what is our philosophy? Mm-hmm. I don't know if we have a philosophy, but just okay. an understanding. Like, mm-hmm. when we're in season, we're for our team, but outside of season, we're trying to grow it as a whole. Um, last year, we did open practices for any girl interested we would do like a 45 minute technique session and then we would break it out to an hour to an hour and a half of just going live and we had so many coaches that would come in and help out and we have been like this point of contact for other coaches like how do we do this and we've been trying to come up with like a marketing plan how do you you know recruit girls how do we educate the coaches and the administration um we have just been hard charging on Mm -hmm. how can we get this message out and to educate people. So um, I'm not sure if that's so much a philosophy, but the way we are going about it. Right. No, it's uh, definitely doing the right thing. That's awesome. Um, Ask, you know, a few guests on here, you know, what's, uh, what's your fit? You know, what would you be your entrance song, you know, national finals or whatever it may be. Do you have a, like a favorite song or a song you have? Oh my gosh. You're in the I, room. I am addicted to queen. So queen? If I had a, <laughs> nice. yes, if nice. I had a walkout sound, it would be, um, don't stop me now. No, so, yeah, that's a good one. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Do you, do you play that in the room or what do you usually have playing in the room? Oh gosh. What I play in the room, the girls hate. Yeah. I like to listen to kind of like techno, um, type music because like the upbeat it'll make you like I don't know it just gets the pace going and they want to listen to like I don't know stuff that has words that I can't be playing and I'm like no, <laughs> right. no. Right. so I always play my music and they're like oh gosh yeah I, I'm that old guy too like now you're not old but I'm that old guy too you know I'm you know coaching a Catholic's calling you know got to keep it clean guys and like ah and it's like um I mean, you, you mentioned you were on the road a lot, you know, you had Mount Vernon and, you know, all the way to Olentangy Orange and um, right, you recently you drive back or you fly back, you just finished training or what was it? Down oh, south? so I was down in um, Biloxi, Mississippi for a military school. I was down there for a month and I drove down there and um, I had to quarantine for two weeks prior. Mm-hmm. So that's why it was a month long. And then um when I was down there, a hurricane came through, we had to evacuate. Then I went back and um, then got my school started. And then I drove back. And as soon as I drove back, I came up to the lake and relaxed for the weekend. And then um, pursuit wrestling, they're doing um, free sessions. Yeah. They're doing free sessions. Mm -hmm. Um, They're starting a new club there and they have Monday, Wednesdays are for girls and it's free. And so I made sure to get down there and help them out with um, the sessions and hopefully um, help them out as much as I can. I mean, that's what I try and do. I'm like, mm-hmm. if I can make it possible, I will help you guys out in any, any way I can. If it's, you know, showing up to a practice or helping right. out with resources, like. And that's about a two hour drive. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so what do you usually, what's your ass Neiman, Mark Neiman, he's a, he's a nut central high guy, but um, what's your road <laughs> what's that i said i love him oh uh, he is he is a, a energetic to say the least um oh, for sure 
He's uh, he's great. I, I love his energy. Uh, what do you? What's your road uh, road fuel? I asked Tim. He's he has a, a good answer. What do you like to have in the car or the bus rides? Like to to eat or snack on or anything or, or to drink. He's like, I don't even drink coffee. You know, he's going on. And on. He's like, I don't even drink caffeine. I'm like, holy cow, man. Yeah, I need my coffee in the morning for yeah. sure. Like mm. normally, if I'm coming to the bus, I'm bringing like um like nicola i would bring him a breakfast sandwich and a coffee and he's like oh thanks when i was at mount vernon you know i would um bring everyone coffee because i'm like i need coffee that is my (laughs) go-to right right um you mentioned pursuit wrestling right people can find them on instagram i believe that's where i came yeah they're on instagram and um jake ryan and um, he had reached out to me about it and he was um, saying he was helping run it and asked nice. for, you know, girls that are in the community. Cause I think they're doing a boys side too, but cool. um, obviously my focus is girls now. <laughs> so. Right. No, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, any other, uh, you know, speaking of social media, any uh, favorite files you have that people may not have heard of? Well, I like to follow um, Julie Salata. She has mm-hmm. been uh, her and, um, Sarah Hildebrand, they speak their mind and I think it is very, um, beneficial for the girls wrestling community, um, the way they can speak their mind and fighting for women's rights and equality. Um, Mm -hmm. I just think those two and Sally Roberts, Sally Roberts is like, I mean, she's the founder of wrestle like a girl. If you see girls wrestling, you typically see the phrase wrestle like a girl and that's Sally. She is really branded and, um, grown the sport of girls wrestling. So those are the people I like to follow um, yeah. cool. on Twitter cool. and Instagram and all that. All that fun stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you have anything else, any suggestions who we should have on or any, uh, any questions? Yes. I, you want to talk about? I think you guys should, um, reach out to Takara Montgomery. She was the, uh, I'm going to write this down. Um, I'm listening. Uh-huh. She, Takara. Takara. Montgomery. Okay. Yeah. Okay. She wrestled in Cleveland and she was on the 2004 Olympic women's team, the first Olympic team. Um, She coached at Cumberland and wrestled Mm -hmm. there. And then she also coached at Lindenwood, um, the women's team there. Uh, I think she has, because back then there was only, I think a handful of colleges when I was coming out of high school there was only a handful, maybe seven that I had to choose from. And she was Mm -hmm. down there at Cumberland and they have just really um, been at the front of Mm -hmm. growing the sport. So I think she would be a great one. And also Jem Spielman. That'd be fun. I think I'm like, I think I mentioned, I'm going to have Gavin on here soon. So, so Takara Montgomery. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. uh, I'll have to track her down. That's awesome. I can send Um, you her contact. Yeah, no. Yeah. If you could, that'd be great. Um, anything else you have for us? Anything else you want to talk about or? Um, no, well, I mean, I just want to make sure coaches understand that, um, don't be afraid to coach girls and, Mm -hmm. um, just providing these young ladies an opportunity is, it's going to be amazing. Like, I think it's just amazing that, cause when we had the girl state tournament and there was so many coaches there that I knew back in my day, they were against it. And Mm -hmm to see them there and so many of them coming up to me and it was like, I get it. Like you can Mm -hmm. feel it in the atmosphere. This isn't just a 
girl state tournament. Like this is to the girls there. It is a state tournament mm -hmm. and you give them this opportunity and they're going to grow. And you know, there, it's just, I don't know. I hold it to myself because I'm like, it is my job to make sure that these girls are provided that opportunity because back in my day, you know, mm -hmm. I was one of few that were out there and to where we go to tournaments and I wouldn't get a locker room. Right. Oh, I'd geez. have to, or, you know, I'm the last one to weigh in because you're a girl and you have to wait till you're to the end. And so I want to make sure that the, the females that they have this opportunity and think about how many dads only have girls. Right. And they right. want to yeah. share, yeah. they want to share that, those moments with their child, whether it's a girl mm -hmm. or boy, but I understand when <clears throat> parents and coaches are a little skeptical about a female wrestling because you're having to wrestle with boys. That's why we, it's so important to grow it. And I say, you know, coaches reach out to a couple of females that way they can have each other to practice with if mm -hmm. someone's uncomfortable or, right, right. you know, I just, if anybody has questions, mm -hmm. just like reach out. Like I, right. I will respond. That, that brings up a question. Okay. We, you know, everyone talks about the, you know, you know, wrestle like a girl or, you know, sanction Ohio and everything. Obviously there's a, you know, the coaching side of it and the recruiting and getting girls, you know, to try it. Um, I haven't heard much and I just may have missed it, but you know, parents, you know, what do you say, you know, I guess your experience or what do you say to new parents to the sport? You know, cause a lot of these parents are, are new, maybe new to the sport. They may never wrestled. Um, so you take the sport of wrestling and then, being new to it all together in addition to girl, you know, like you said, you didn't even have a locker room sometimes and the things they got to go through and it's such a foreign sport. Can you talk about that a little bit? Um, for parents, um, like I said at the beginning, um, think of it as your child learning a form of self-defense. Mm -hmm. um, that's what I tell every parent to start mm -hmm. with and to go through it. And I, I encourage females who, they don't have other females on the team to get mm -hmm. your friend or to get another person that way. Um, it makes you a little bit more comfortable going into this foreign sport and your parents and the coaches that way, you know, and, and once you get like our girls at the beginning, they didn't want to practice with the boys at all. And mm -hmm. then they got that little bit of confidence and then they mm -hmm. felt like, okay, we can, you know, do some drilling or, you know, go a couple live matches with the guys. And that's what do it at your comfort level, but try and get, you know, your friends to join that way you guys have each other to bounce off of too. And if you don't have a female that wants to go, like try it, just try right. it. Yeah. What do you, like, uh, recently had, uh, Jody and uh, Scotty Burnett and their daughter, they, they put her in the freestyle state tournament first, first tournament. They didn't tell her state, but she tried it, didn't like it. And they're like, you know, at least you tried it. Um, yeah. You know, I, had a, I was pretty blessed with uh, a great parent uh, combo, uh, you know, in the sport and obviously outside of the sport. Um, anything you took away from your parents and how you approach wrestling and how you pr approach it now? Um, yeah, so I, start, so I started wrestling when I was younger and my brother, he was um, my kind of like influence um, mm -hmm. in the household because my parents never wrestled. And um he had started coaching me, um, as well in the off season. And so then when I was in school, my dad took over, we started a girls program and my dad took over the girl side of it, him and another parent 
with not even knowing anything about wrestling. So, you know, I would help, I would help, (coughs) excuse me, I would help do like the technique and stuff. And then they would like run the practices. Cool. And then, you know, you get through life and sorry, I'm about to cough. I got something in my throat. Uh, I'm sorry. (laughs) You like get through life Mm. and you look back. I never appreciated um, what all my parents had uh, sacrificed for us. Mm-hmm. I see it now and I'm just so thankful and so grateful that they have um, taken on, oh my gosh, I'm about to cough. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry. And um, now looking back, um, they never were vocal, but mm-hmm. it's what I get from them is have pride in what you do. And mm-hmm. it's never something that they talked about but it's something by actions. And I didn't really pay attention because I was that probably that bratty kid that <laughs> was like self-absorbed and like, I got to go to these tournaments, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but now looking at it and seeing how my dad operates in his work life and my mom, how she was, um, take pride in what you do. No, that's, that's definitely a, a good message. Um, well, thanks for, for jumping on with us and taking the time. I'm glad we finally connected. Like I said, you know, a lot of people are asking and, um, you know, I want to you know, share your story and you know, a lot of people I think need to hear it. So. Yes. Okay. Like I said, yeah. anyone has questions, please reach out to me. Yeah. What's the, what's the best way to reach you? Oh gosh. I'm on Twitter. Yeah. I'm on Facebook. I'm on okay. Instagram. So you're on um, them all. Okay. I'm on them all. <laughs> okay. I don't cool. like to be okay. on them right now, but. Yeah, uh, I am on them and I will respond. So questions, yeah. just reach out. Awesome. Thanks for your time. Thank you.